The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. It's Dermot and Dave Day here on Today FM and the men themselves are with us. Dermot Whelan, Dave Moore, celebrating 20 years together. What a relationship, which of course begs the question for many relationships after 20 years, is the sex as good? (laughs) (laughs) No, things have dwindled in the bedroom considerably of late, Matt, I'll be honest with you. I think you can tell by how far apart we're sitting in your studio here that, uh, you know... It is. There's a cold wind blowing through there. He's just too interested in golf. He doesn't want to give me any attention. (laughs) Hang on, you're not making a sort of a a correlation or a link between the amount of golf that you play and other activities because (laughs) the reason I'm asking is is because I now have started playing a lot of golf myself. Yeah. And I'm now worried by what you're saying. Well, there's a very famous TikTok that goes around that goes... Men are either really good at golf or really good at sex. And the guy walks up and he thunders a drive 400 yards out of the thing and then just walks away. So I'm just saying, Matt. I'm just saying. What's your longest drive, Dermot? Uh, my longest drive, uh, I would say 280 yards. That's pretty good that's as well. Yeah, 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 that, so. would, that would explain a few yeah. things. It would explain everything, yeah. Yes, okay, right. <laughs> well, actually, in more in keeping with the theme of the last word, I suppose we'll have to ask, how many rental properties do each of you own? <laughs> <laughs> as, as of now, none. Yeah, officially <laughs> or unofficially? Or should we wait till they just <laughs> On the borrowed declaration of interests. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's all perfectly above board. And uh, let us be very clear, our properties uh, were, uh, were bought around... Uh, My portfolio is, is unquestionable. I will have you know. <laughs> no, unfortunately, we have no property portfolio <laughs> to speak of. You need to speak to Bar about a, a celebratory raise after 20 years to allow you to purchase your property portfolio. Or even better, a, a celebratory por- property portfolio. I don't just, present raise, it. just present it. You present it and fully formed without actually having yeah. to give you the money to just go and buy sign, it for yourselves. Sign here. You know? Yeah, no, we got 20 euro, uh, one euro for every year that we've been working together. And so we're glad to get we, it. We think that's fair. Okay, now the story goes, though, that you don't see much of each other's houses, that despite being best friends, you're best friends who don't go to each other's houses. Yeah. That's the secret to our long-term relationship, uh, is that we didn't... That you don't really like each other outside of work, (laughs) is it? Well, well, actually, we spent so much time together in work that the kind of post-work life, it just feels natural to... To separate it, you know what I mean, and like it's not that it's not that we've never been to each other's houses or that our families don't know each other, but it's just not something that we do very regularly. No, we've never really, uh, you know, gone partying together. No, and we we don't spend a lot of time with each other outside of work, and that has actually kept things fresh. Did you not ever go on holidays together? Oh, we did. We, did, we went yeah. to Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. We and, if, and only if you travel back to the airport together, then things would have been <laughs> a lot better, Matt. wouldn't they? And actually, I came... <laughs> Sorry, remind <laughs> us of that story. Yeah, if the listeners don't know, to the last word, um, we were in Sydney on our way home and we <laughs> had the last day. And it was one of those, you know, those weird holiday days where your flight isn't first thing in the morning. It's later in the day. So myself and my family decided we'd go into Sydney, go up the tower, have a look around, whatever. And Dermot texted me at one point and he went... Traffic's fairly heavy on the way to the airport. And I looked at my wife and went, what is he doing going to the airport five hours early? Yeah, he must have just seen a traffic report. And then two hours later, sent me under text, uh, you through security, we're at the gate. And I was like, ha, 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 why is he winding me up? And then I looked and went, oh, hang on a second, I better ring him. And I rang him and I went, what are you talking about? What time is the flight? He's like, in 40 minutes. And I'm in Sydney, in, get, getting the kids into the car going, come on, gang. And then it just dawned on me. There's no way I'm making this flight. It's literally impossible. So I got to the airport, 
rang the airline and they were like, no, you're a no show. So not only are you like, you, you know, you missed the flight for some reason or we couldn't accommodate you on the flight, go on the one the next day. They were just like, you didn't show for your flight. So your flight doesn't exist. And you have to buy a new one on the spot for six people to go back to Ireland from Australia. So that was pretty oh, painful. See, I if he'd just been hanging out with you, that wouldn't have happened to him. No, mm. it wouldn't have. But I, I, the whole joke of it is that he slags me constantly about being late. So the fact that I was at the airport before him <laughs> and then on the plane without him, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of our, it's the little victories, Matt, you know, but I did feel sad every time I went down to the, the toilet at the back of the plane, I saw the empty seats where he should have been <laughs> Six sitting. Empty seats. Yeah, but then yeah. didn't you have to come back to work on your own without him? Oh, no, there was enough time before work that... no. No, I did. I had to start the show without you because you didn't come back in time. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yes, See, I, I remember that. I've yeah. blocked it all out of my mind, Matt, to be honest with you. Any other embarrassing things that you <laughs> have blocked out of your mind which are now being rejigged in this therapy session? Uh, I'm sure there are plenty. <laughs> I'd rather not yeah. relive them, to be honest. But yeah. <laughs> Who's the senior partner? Well, that's a good question. There, honestly, and this this sounds, uh, you know, kind of trite, but there there is none. There mm. is no senior partner. You're right. That sounds trite. No, I, <laughs> one, yeah. One of the reasons we get on so well together and have worked so well together is that uh, we complement each other's talents very well, like our skill sets. You know, they're very different. Yeah. Yeah. So he is extremely technical, really well organized, uh, can multitask like be Jesus. Um, I am not of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but they he, don't even trust me with a button. But he is an, like a stream of creativity and ideas and never settling for, you know, because like when you're when you are multitasking and worrying about 59 things, it's very easy to just get stuck in. Well, I've got to do the things and the process is what it's all about. And he'd be like, no, we must think this way and go over here. And it's like, OK, so there is. There's but that. do you ever say no to him? If he's a constant stream of ideas, <laughs> Dave, do you turn around and say, no, Dermot, that will not work? Yes. He doesn't say no. He just ignores me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that God, just... it really is a marriage, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. He just pretends to read the paper. <laughs> it works, though. I mean, like, whatever. Does whatever. he make you cups of tea, Dermot? Uh, Does Dave make you cups of tea? No, I'm well. No, we we have staff for that. Man. <laughs> they make us. They make us cups of tea. <laughs> no, if uh, no, he never makes me any. But I might make him a cup of tea. That's true. Uh, but he makes takes his tea so milky that most people refuse to make it. And also, I wouldn't make his tea because his tea isn't tea. It's some kind of a fruit infusion, and I'm not getting involved in that <laughs> under any circumstances. It's not tea. So is he more of a modern man, and you're a more old fashioned type? Uh, in some, he's a more new age man. I don't know about modern, but he's definitely <laughs> he's he's grounded to the earth in ways I am not. I want to be uploaded to the cloud of consciousness as soon as possible. Put a microchip in my wrist and do all that kind of thing. But mm. German is much more. I want to uh, do a Luke connected. Skywalker and go and live on this in the Skelligs no. by myself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> away from Dave. <laughs> How did you meet? Because it was in a pre Tinder age. It was. Um, Dermot was working in radio. I was a music producer and a songwriter and I had done voiceover demos for other comedians and actors and all those people. And I ended up just doing my own. Got one voiceover ad as a pizza delivery guy. And the next phone call I got was from a woman who I never heard of who said, I've got a secret project that I'd like you to... Before you get on to the secret project... I know you won't be able to remember the exact words from the pizza ad, but do it for us. <laughs> okay, I think, so it, the, the brief was to be like the fast food kid in The Simpsons. So it was something like, you know, like the door opens and I go, oh, your pizza's here. It's uh, arrived in 45 minutes. 
literally something like that. And then that was all it was. It was my first and only ever uh, pizza What a lost voiceover. career opportunity. Yeah. And he's always had pizza delivery to fall back on. Yeah. That's pizza, <laughs> pizza delivery voiceover <laughs> to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. Continue your story, uh, please, Dave. So then this lady said, yeah, come and meet me. And I met her and then I met her again. And then the third time I met her, she brought me into a building that I'd never heard of in the street I'd never been on. And in a room was a young man called Dermot and she said Dermot that's Dave Dave that's Dermot and she shut the door and she as she closed the door she went you two get on we'll be back in 20 minutes and left the room And it was, it was the world's biggest play date adult play date yeah so we just literally had to start talking to each other like and the thing was I didn't even know where I was so I, we were kind of chatting for like awkwardly for a second and I, I said sorry do you know what this is because she still hadn't told me what this project was and he was like what do you mean it's like, well, uh, where are we? And he's like, this is 98 FM. I was like, the radio station? He's like, yeah. What, do you not work in radio? No. I've never been in a radio station. Like, I literally don't know why I'm here. But they had just been You're sent You're so out. gullible. Like, I was yeah. like, hey, Dave, will you get into the boot of the car and uh, just... I've dug a hole <laughs> Anything in the... Anything to avoid a pizza commercial. <laughs> I've dug a hole in the desert. We're just going to drive out there. <laughs> You've been watching Better Call Saul again, haven't you? Have, yeah. So that was it. And that was literally... And, and, and within probably, what, two or three minutes, we had bonded over an Alan Partridge conversation impersonation scenario. Dave went, aha! And I thought, God, that's really good. I've never heard an Alan Partridge impression before. <laughs> so then we spent the next ten minutes talking like this. <laughs> and then on the way home. So you do it very well. Let's hear you do it, Dave. Well, actually, I'm more accurate in terms of the script, but my impersonation is not quite as good, Matt. Bono. No, who who was that actually? <laughs> that's Alan Partridge's friend, Jeff. <laughs> but on the way home, I actually I rang my wife, obviously, who was like or my girlfriend at the time, interested to see how did I get on? What is what was the thing you were doing? Why did you go into this building, on you gullible man? And uh, I I quoted Alan Partridge back to her because we were both fans at the time. And she said, I said I went in, I met this guy called Dermot. Oh, it's the radio. It's ninety eight FM. Blah blah whatever. And she said, What's he like? And I said, I'm convinced. He's my best friend. <laughs> Which is an Alan Partridge quote. And it was. And he was. At that moment. From that moment on. I was the Dan to your Alan. Yeah. So it was love at first sight. Yeah, pretty it was. much. Yeah, we yeah. got on really well. Any roles over the years? No. This is going to sound super trite, but honestly, like, no. We've never had a big row. And we've gone on tour together twice. Yeah, that's If that's ever you're going to have a row, go on a comedy tour together. But we never did. No. Why did you say that about going on a comedy tour in Rao's beginning? Uh, just because you're tired, you know, it's it's intense. You're, you're relying on each other in a, massive ways in a yeah. live scenario. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And you just get, you know, it's like why bands break up. They go on the road, you know. <laughs> so, but we survived too. We didn't throw, didn't throw a telly out of a hotel room window. We were very well behaved and it went great. Okay. Mm. Now, I suppose, I don't know what sort of answer I'm going to get to this, uh, but how do your wives get on? Very well. Again, I was very much like to myself out of work. Yeah. They don't spend a whole lot of, amount of time together. They're both artists, and so they have a lot in common. They're very similar. Yeah. They're like married to radio presenters. They both are artists in their own right. <laughs> Sometimes we laugh. They're practically interchangeable. 
Interchangeable. Interchangeable. Interchangeable. Let's save those stories for another hour later in the evening, please. All right. Look, it was dark at the hotel room. We were on holidays. You know, they all look the same. Yeah, but yeah, no, did you think? In fact, they did ask me anything. The piece that we do on our show, where you get somebody in with an interesting job and ask them a lot of listener questions, and we had the two ladies in, and they both did a and asked me anything special and revealed quite a lot about us, which was terrifying. Uh, and they were on the show this morning with us. They both called in as well to give their favorite Dermot and Dave memories mm. over the years. So yeah, no, they do get on really well. But again, they're not. They're not best friends. Like they don't hang out all the time. But when they do see each other, they go on great. Mm. Are you an Irish Anton Deck? We're a poorer Anton Deck. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back to the property portfolio yeah, issues that you need to address. I guarantee Anton Deck were given a property portfolio <laughs> and a contract at some point. We weren't. Uh, yeah, I don't I know. Yeah, we're, we're, you get the sense with Anton Deck that they have each other's backs. Yeah. You know, and and I think we would it's definitely not fall into that. Yeah, and but they're scripted. You're not as regularly scripted, are you? We're not scripted no, at all. But they heard a radio show. Why not? <laughs> yeah, but telly scripted. Yeah, yes. You know, you yeah. wouldn't get away with the ad libbing we do on telly. No. But you don't do telly together, do you? I've no interest in telly. This is fascinating. Me, why not? Because you do YouTube videos, so you do the visual medium. Yes, you do Instagram. Okay, why wouldn't you do television? Because I hold the camera and I hit upload. There's one mind between me and the end product. In radio, okay, yes, we work for a, a company, but ultimately I put the m- microphone faders up, the two of us talk, and it goes out on the, on the air. There's no, there's no stream of humans who change or edit or tweak what it is you think you're creating. Whereas, like, just when it's just the two of us on radio, mm. it's just microphones on and we talk. That's what I would say. Difference between radio and television. Radio, it takes one person five minutes to come up with and execute a great idea. In TV, it takes 30 people three months to ruin a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we have been on television together, though, one time, on The Fear, which is that prank show. And he was in on it and he absolutely, completely hung me out to dry. The story was, Dave, there was a, we were offered to do a commercial for our show sponsor, so there was a bit of pressure to do it. Which was a pizza delivery company? No, actually, no. but it was. It was chips. It was McCain's <laughs> yeah. oven fries. So, and So we rock up to this warehouse. There's a fake director there. And he's like, OK, guys, uh, Dermot. And he was being really nice to me and really horrible to Dave. And then he dressed Dave up in a potato suit and got him to bounce on a trampoline saying, I'm a happy potato. <laughs> And yes. you did it willingly. I did it willingly you to a point. Now, can I just give a little, little bit... Just as a chip. No, a little bit more context before we go further, right? Our marketing manager here in the station came to this, along with the CEO of McCain. That's how deep the prank went. She, the CEO of McCain was in the other room. So every time this guy said something, in my head I went, the CEO sitting in there. If I punch this guy in the face, it's not going to go very well for our show sponsorship. So I was like, yes, no problem. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. And then at one point... <laughs> He went. He wanted Dermot to squirt ketchup into my face. <laughs> then I, I don't know how it happened, but I just went, "Oh my god!" I think this whole thing is a prank. I just, I had this feeling in me, and then they revealed it all. And it was, but the best thing is, like, Dave is the most patient man in the world, and this was the best example of just how patient he is. He was being treated like just so terribly all day, and eventually he cracked. Whereas you and me might flip over a table or start roaring or hit somebody, he just between his gritted teeth says to me, there will be meetings. <laughs> and that was him throwing a tantrum. <laughs> Listen, we got to finish. How many more years do you intend working together? At least another 20. We're only kids, so... Uh, let's go 40. Doubles yeah. or quits. Yeah, another 40. Yeah. Dirt and Dave... Congratulations on your 20-year landmark in radio broadcasting and to the next 20. Thanks for joining us here on The Last Word of Today, fam. 
The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here.